And, and when, when we hear that uh, Luke tells us that not only the tax collectors but the sinners were there, that's a word to describe people who were cast out by society because of some kind of stigma or mark on them, a crime that they, were committed, uh, uh, that they had committed or something that had marked them. And they're all gathering around to hear the good news of the kingdom. Jesus welcomes them into the mix. But there were other people who were hearing the good news of the kingdom as well. The Pharisees, the teachers of the law. These are the people that we heard Scott talk about in Ezekiel, the prophets. These who were trampling down all that which was meant for God's people to flourish in the kingdom. These Pharisees and teachers of the law were self-righteous and they were grumbling. Look at this man, Jesus. If he's really the Messiah, why does he welcome these despised tax collectors and these marked people called sinners? And they hear. They're part of, <coughs> of all the... Pardon me. All the mixture that's going in into this message that Jesus is speaking. They're there, but do they hear in their hearts? That's where it comes down maybe for you and me, too. We're here, but are our hearts engaged in the kingdom of God? And so Jesus, to, to, to flush out these truths, he adds some more ingredients into what he's giving to these people, to us, truths about the kingdom. One ingredient is a parable of the, of the lost sheep. One of them, out of, out of a hundred, is lost. And he gives us uh, the, the parable of the lost coin, a woman who had a coin and, and now it's lost. What we're not told in either of these parables is how they got lost. That's not an ingredient that's needed in this. We might like to know. And in fact, we might even get hung up on that perspective. Well, how did they get lost? Let's hear that juicy tidbit. Hmm. Jesus doesn't tell us about it. What we find out is that because they were lost, this motivates the shepherd to leave the 99 and go and find the one. It motivates the woman to clean her house, sweep it all, all the corners clean, and, 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 and look for that lost coin. What matters in all of this as the ingredients come together is the fact that the sheep, the coin, was lost. And who is Jesus speaking to? But people just like you and me. People who find themselves at times in relationships with others despised. Because of what I've said and done and how I've treated somebody. I'm marked. Sin is that mark. That marks me. It follows me around like a shadow. Sometimes it's very obvious to people. I'm those Pharisees and teachers of the law because, quite frankly, it's very easy for me to mix into this thing called faith my own self-righteousness. <laughs> I'm a pretty good person. Pretty good most of the time, right? We have these conversations and arguments in our own minds and our hearts. We like to mix in these other ingredients. But... What really matters in the kingdom is that people are lost. Paul would talk about that. He would talk about that as one who recognized that he was lost but was found. He says, the grace of our Lord God was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. <laughs> There's an ingredient. One of you mentioned it already. 
love. That's the most important ingredient that we, we have in our lives, but the love of God, our Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, His Son. And twice, Jesus says, when that sheep is found and when that coin is found, He says, and He speaks about <clears throat> the rejoicing of the angels in heaven. How much gladness and joy there is in heaven when one person, when you and me, when that neighbor that I despise, when that co-worker at work that is just a sinner in my eyes, and, and when all of those other ingredients of my sinfulness get mixed in and I become judgmental to other human beings, the love of God poured out into our hearts is what Paul's talking about, and you and I know as well. On the day in which you were brought to the Lord, we talk about that as the day of our baptism, the angels rejoiced. Noah, who gave his, what does Jesus mean to me, the talk today, was baptized here in this congregation as a young man. Remember the date, Noah? I'm going to put him on the spot. Remember the date? You know it, because we talked about it in confirmation camp. Oh, I put him on the spot. I'm sorry, Noah. I don't mean to embarrass you. Well, we talked about that in confirmation camp, that how important our baptismal date is to know and remember and think about when, when heaven rejoices. So what about then the ingredients that go into living with what matters for us as people of the kingdom? A sheep who was lost, a coin that was once lost. What matters? What are those ingredients that go in, that are mixed together, so that the outcome is known and enjoyed by those people that mean the most to me, by that neighbor that's despised by me, or the friend, that co-worker that I've labeled, or in the kingdom of heaven, that my life might be claimed there in the joy of the angels rejoicing that I'm going to be, you, us, people, are going to be in heaven. Some of the ingredients had to do with this. I was once a blasphemer, a persecutor, and a violent man, I was shown mercy because he acted, because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. One of the steps, one of the ingredients that go into this whole mixture for us is what we've already experienced this morning, and that is a coming to terms and a grips with repentance. I am a sinful human being. Lord, this is me. I need you. I want to hear those angels singing in heaven again today that, that repentance is known and forgiveness extended. Jesus this is my life. Let me stay here, humbly, before you. What did Ezekiel say the Lord God Almighty was going to do to those, those sheep who, who, who were stuck in their righteousness? He was going to trample on them. He was going to separate them out. Lord, I don't want to live there. The ingredient that keeps me where I need to be is that humility before you, that daily, hourly, minute by minute, I need your grace and your goodness. I need the ingredient of Jesus Christ to mark my life. And another ingredient is to recognize that as I once was lost, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And Paul would even say, I'm the worst one. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but I need to. I should, I can. Because it keeps me there again in that mix of the ingredients of God's grace that pours out on us, that he pours out on us generously to be the people of God he's claimed us to be. That Jesus then finds us. It's for that very reason 
that I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. The working of our Heavenly Father of all of these ingredients into our lives is one who is claimed as a child of God in the kingdom. One who's a disciple of Jesus, known by him, walking in his ways. One who, as the world encounters you, they know what to expect. Not a chocolate chip cookie, but a brother, a sister of Christ Jesus. One who's been claimed in eternity which the angels rejoice. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the, the blessing of your word today that speaks to us and calls us again as repentant people, recognizing our need of you and of what you've done for us, find, finding us in your grace and mercy, mixing us into that, that work of your kingdom that we might be yours and belong to you as an example to the world then on, uh, on behalf of your, your glory and praise. Father, thank you. Work and empower in each one of us that as people encounter us, they can expect to see you, to meet you, to hear you, the truth of whom to whom we belong, Jesus our Savior. In his name and to your praise and glory, we pray. Amen. Amen. May the peace of God that passes our heart and that, that passes our understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord, and living in him. May you be his chocolate chip cookies. Amen. Amen. Young disciples, they're going to be coming in as we uh, be, be get ready for prayers. Brecken and, and, and Braden, you know where your mom and dad are. Good, okay. And I'm going to have you, um, I'm going to have you stay seated for our prayers. Um, we have a lot that we want to lift up into the Lord's hands. And I know that sometimes uh, standing is difficult for some of you. Uh, for all of us, it's, it's, it can be distracting to be standing for so long. So I'm going to keep you seated as we gather now in, in prayer and come before the Lord in this holy conversation. Come and let's pray. <clears throat> Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, that name above all names, that most special, unique, powerful ingredient of our lives that marks us as yours and that brings us into this holy conversation. Father, we thank you for hearing us. We lay before you now the joys of our hearts, and we lay before you the needs of our lives as well. Today, Heavenly Father, we join with Don and, and others who are in the joy of, uh, and excitement of Sunday school and children's church rebooting itself for us now in your kingdom's work, these flowers today. Lord, mark that praise and thanks for you. Father, we praise you for all of those who are joining us on social media, who, uh, who, who are around the world even. And we praise you, Lord, for that privilege and that opportunity to cast your, your kingdom truths uh, into the world through this, through this means. Father, thank you for the mission that you've given us of sharing your life and love of Jesus with all. And so today we pray for our, these aspects of our gathering ministries, where we gather in worship and fellowship. We pray for our property management ministry and its, its champion, Dick. And as he takes care of a monitoring and all of the janitorial needs of our, our, our facilities and the re repairs and maintenance of our facilities, the, the snow removal in the wintertime. Uh, Father, we thank you for his hard, diligent work on our behalf. Praise you, O oh Lord, for that service. Father, as we've begun a new school year, we give you thanks for our children, our early childhood education 
uh, Center and all the children and families who are a part of us this year. We praise you for our leaders in Jamie, our director, and Beth, our administrative assistant. We thank you, Father, for the blessing that they are to us, to these families in this mission. Keep them strong and may they find great joy, O Lord, in their serving you. Father, thank you for the families of our fellowship that we enjoy together. This this day, we raise these families into your hands. Mike and Kara and Michael and Luke and Drew and Anna. We pray for Jim and Ann, for Orville and Lori, and for Steve and Lori. Thank you for these individuals, their marriages, all the family members, Lord, that we know as one in you. We praise you and ask you to bless them mightily in your kingdom among us. Father, as we think about today's needs in the world, we think about this date, 9-11, and what happened so many years ago. We thank you for those faithful men and women who gave of their own lives to try to rescue others and help others. Bless, we pray, our own nation as the healing continues in our own lives and families' lives. And, Father, may that kind of attack never happen again for us as a nation. But we thank you for all for our emergency service personnel, our our police officers, our first responders who even continue to serve today. Bless them. Keep them safe, we pray. Father, we thank you for the process of of, uh, what's going on in Ukraine, that they're regaining uh, their sovereign soil, O Lord. We pray for for the enemies of this world, and in fact, President Putin, maybe being one of them right now, who is waging war against the Ukrainians. Father, bring peace. We pray, particularly the Prince of Peace, to bring his peace of justice into the countries of the world. Father, we pray for those among us who are needing your hand of healing and blessing. Today we pray for Maya, a little girl with a broken collarbone, as she, uh, she heals. We pray for Danielle, Martha's daughter, as tests and treatment are being delayed because of, of, of um, uh, insurance issues. We pray, Heavenly Father, for the insurance company to work them out soon. We pray for my uncle, Roland, who's undergo, who undergoes surgery for the uh, implant of a pacemaker later on this week, that he would know your healing hand. For Marta, as she's quarantined now to undergo surgery on Friday, we pray for your hand of blessing and healing for her, O oh Lord, and for Ray as he cares for his wife. We pray for Donna's brother, Dale, who now is under hospice care, that he might know peace both in body and in soul. And for Steve and Reggie, and Joda and Ty, as they continue their recoveries, O oh Lord, thank you for the blessing of your hand of mercy over them. For those who are recovering from COVID, like Stephanie and Ray, the Hackman family, even my family, Lord, thank you for the strength of your healing hand in our lives. Be glorified, Lord, as these days pass and we see your healing. For those with ongoing health concerns and needs that we continue to raise into your hand, like Terry, Veronica, for Rachel and Brenda, Pastor John and Marcy and, and, and Cheyenne, we pray, your Lord, for your mercy to be known in, in their lives. Father, we thank and praise you that our own homes and marriages and families resonate with the ingredients of your grace and love and mercy from your kingdom in each of one of our lives. We come now as guests before your table to partake of what you give to us, that our lives would be reminded that Jesus, in fact, does live in us because he's forgiven us our sins. That, in fact, the promises of the power and the Holy Spirit are ours because you are faithful. That the promises of everlasting life are also ours because you've said so. And we live in your grace and goodness there, Lord, abiding in you. 
So to you be the praise and the glory as we eagerly come as your guests to eat and drink as you give us freely of Jesus' body and his blood, really present here in these simple elements of bread and wine. We believe, Lord, and so we come. In Jesus' name, we thank you for these prayers and those in our hearts that are raised up to you. We ask that you hear them all in Jesus' name. Amen.